Now I'm playing with power! <gasps> oh, Carlos, lend me your ear. Ah, oh, do you think I'm your daddy? Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor, someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with special effects artist, master, makeup artist, Jeffrey S. Farley. Jeff was so great. Tell us so many behind-the-scenes stories from the remake of The Blob. Uh, and I loved hearing about, even though it got cut from the sequel that we're going to be covering this week, uh, really cool behind the scenes stories from Jeff. He was great. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, wait till after this week's review, because I think this is going to be, um, this is going to be different. I think, uh, discussing this because we've covered other ones that are trying to end the franchise, like really end it. Uh, so it'd be great. So of course we're talking Freddy's dead. The final nightmare, not the final Friday, which sometimes I say because I they came out around the same time, so one copied the other. Uh, before we talk about this, uh, this caricature of a movie, when it comes to Freddy, he really uh, he really jumped the shark in this one. <laughs> uh, but before I do that, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? Uh, I'm. I've been better. Um, I'm a little sick right now. You know, I got a little thing called COVID, so I might might sound a little nasally. Um, okay. Or, or you might think it's like my sexy voice. You know, either way. It's, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm really upset about this movie. And, I'm, you know, I like to come out and just tell you my feelings right away. I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. And I haven't seen this movie in a long time. This movie's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's it's te- because I, I I feel like it 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 hurts the franchise, especially being the fact that if this is what they thought was the final nightmare, like the the last one, like let's go out with a bang, they went out with a dud. Like it, it was, I feel like it was no script. It it was just it was awful. I really thought it was awful, and I I feel like I made a mockery of the entire series. Yeah, so I have to agree, like. We've covered like the movies that quote unquote try to end the franchise. Obviously, like final tra- chapter, uh, Friday the 13th, like Joe Zito went into that thinking he was ending. Obviously, that didn't happen, but like when it really got to the point where, like, hey, the well's dry, like Jason goes to hell, they sort of they that movie was like, let's try something totally different. The only thing I do think it's so funny with the, when it comes to these movies that we cover especially the six ones in the franchise like thinking back to an earlier one that we covered like police academy six like the the fact that there's so many things from this one that are the quotes that so many people know the carlos scene the breckenmeyer the johnny depp getting hit in the face of the fire, frying pan and that's just kind of phenomenal about freddie versus a bad michael myers movie out of a a bad michael myers movie there's not much to quote like we just cover resurrection like there's not a ton in that that you're like oh man i'm gonna remember this this you remember freddie playing the video game the power gloves so many parts of well it. i think i think the difference is you know again freddie always had that humor right so you're gonna remember you know with his humor it's he had all those one-liners the 80s one-liners you know through oh, every yeah. movie 
the pro a, a, a big part of the problem i mean of this movie is it, it was almost like a looney tunes adult like a horror movie because it wasn't even scary yeah. it wasn't hard it was like silly like it was a silly movie like there was no scary at all nothing really gross and it was just like i mean when breck and meyer scene yes it's a famous scene but like it was a silly scene when he was bouncing around the house. Like it just, it was just like, this is, this is how they want to end it. Like, I don't know. I, I really feel like it dumbed down the whole, like the whole series, like this. And, and for them to walk away saying, you know what, this is our last one. Let's go out with a bang. They really did not go out with a bang. No, no, you're right. And you know what, Robert Engelman, the behind the scenes, which I'm going to reference a few times uh, while we do this. Cause I think, for all of those movies, especially horror movies, I don't know why I'm so intrigued by it, just because they were supposed to be like almost standalone movies. Like no person besides the Halloween trilogy that just came out, nobody ever had the reins of being like, you know what, I'm going to set up a movie and then the second one will be action. And the third one, I'm going to close the story. So everybody only had like one shot, like all these directors. But when it comes to this one, Robert does say he's like he's like this Looney Tunes moment when I'm pushing when he's pushing that bed of nails and he stops and wipes his forehead. You're like, this is a cartoon. He said he was like Wiley at Coyote, and it's true. He, he really was. And 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 I mean, again, yes, he had funny like if you want if if you if I knew going to this this was a standalone, not a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and it was just a horror comedy, it would have been great. But yeah. the, knowing that it's Freddy Krueger who became like a silly character, it, it just it took the fear out of it. It took the I don't know. I, I, the only part I really laughed at is when he when he when the guy thought he was his father and he goes wrong the way he said wrong. Like I just <laughs> like, like but like even even his face like when you when you see some of the close ups, it almost looks like a mask. You know where in the old ones it looked very like it looked more realistic. Like here, it looked like a Halloween mask, and it was just—I uh, don't know. I don't know. We got to get into it. No, I know you mean no. It wasn't as good as the other makeup. But no, it looked rubbery. Think, it looked it looked rubbery. Yeah. I think for, when it comes to Freddy versus the other people, for the other slashers, not anybody could play them because there's ones that are better than others, but anybody can have a shot of playing them. With Freddy, it's only him. I think he was almost not himself because Robert became a huge forever like he's freddy krueger and can really oh he's a hall of famer he he's he's, he's oh, a, yeah. the horror hall of fame so yeah 100 oh, yeah. but i think it kind of killed him if you're ever watching this never sleep again docs when they talk about like the freddy hotline the freddy nightmares and he's like having dolls and like a 1-900 number like there was all these things so it became cartoon because they got to the point they were probably like do we cash the checks or do you can continue to scare the shit out of people because what changed everything was uh you know f- the first movie had like a few one- one-liners maybe Bare- barely I, I, it, no the yeah. first one was a horror movie like the first one was definitely a horror movie second one i think they added a little bit more uh and a then it got humor, yeah. each one they got s- sillier and sillier and uh, but i think the, the the problem is as a horror character he's also a likable horror villain where you know you have Michael Myers and you have Jason, they're they're like serial killers, right? They 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 like they're human almost, you know, like because you can't see their face, so you know you 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 picture someone that's human going around killing people. Where Freddy is almost a cartoon character himself because oh, yeah. every death is different, every you know, and he 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 makes the deaths almost cartoony in a horror way. 
So I think that's why he's more likable. That's why they had cartoons on him and, and things like, you know, even kids liked him so much because he wasn't, he really wasn't as scary as he came across. Oh yeah. Now, and I think it was the third movie that really changed it. Like, and that's, that's, we'll get right into the movie now, but the beginning of it, the movie, you see that oh. really like, like very like Shakespearean quote about like dreams. About, and then the next one is welcome to primetime bitch, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. I think that's the line that changed it forever. Cause there were like so many, I'm your, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy, but like welcome to primetime bitch. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that. And then from yeah. like the fourth, on he was just he had all the lines and, yeah no no yeah i mean yeah yeah i know but you know the also is the plot like the plot itself to me you know it, it you know first of all there really wasn't much of a plot there definitely were not likable characters again in this movie and and then you have like you have the whole thing about a child now this is his sixth movie he only know he's only going after the child now after how long yeah I mean, that was 10 years. They said this This took place 10 years after the last one, right? Like in movie terms? Or wasn't it like 10 years in, in the future? In movie terms? Like it was 10 years uh, in the future, I thought. I guess time wise. Yeah, you know what? That's that's right. Yeah. I thought, right. Okay. So you're telling me, and all those other movies, so you figure how long, like a year apart, or two, whatever. So let's just say 15 years, and only now he's looking for his daughter? That made no sense. <laughs> and then you yeah. have you have a you already have a title called Dream Child, right? Or what, what is it? The with the Dream Child? Well, there's yeah. Well, that was if Freddie had a kid. That's what that movie was. Right, but he didn't have a kid. But that that had nothing to be. That she well, this would be like a new kid. This is a new kid, I guess. Right. I just it was it was almost like they were just throwing a bunch of crap together just to just to get. I don't know. It really like there was no sense in this movie. No, no, there. No, that's that was the that was the big problem with it that they did that. The only thing I do sort of appreciate um, that he was in the movie versus the ones that the ones that we recently covered. Correct. Uh, he was in it throughout the whole thing, and you kind of even though the story was about him having a kid, and we found out throughout the whole movie, which those are some really graphic scenes, man. We see him murdering his wife in oh. front of his. Daughter. Okay, oh, okay, so. Let me tell you something. I would watch that movie if they if they had like a prequel of Freddy like that and showing him as Robert England, you know, before he became Freddy, but showing that like that that's a story. That's like a Jeffrey Dahmer story. Like that that's a story. Like that would be a cool horror movie, you know. And I and, oh, and yeah. I, that like that whole section, I, I would I wanted more of that. That was like you know because you didn't see him. You never really. I don't think you see him in any of the movies except for like this movie right or do you see him in other ones as himself as himself. Uh, maybe in like yeah maybe in flashbacks they show the parents of the town uh throwing like burning him but very very little okay. like we didn't see him like with a kid like and his killing room that he had which is like frightening like he had that room not locked which <laughs> is the problem if you can do all these elaborate killings not get caught keep the newspapers and everything, but you forget to close that door. Not, not, not a good guy. Well, apparently there's no children in the town. Correct. So he killed everybody. Well, that was said. So, so that's the thing we could talk about. And we'll get, okay. obviously like always, we'll, we'll eventually get into the, <laughs> into the full part of the movie. But that's what the whole thing that threw me off was that his whole point of doing all this was because they took away his kid. How many years ago? Yeah, right. So, so okay. So let me ask you this: 
if you're in that town now, it's 10 years now, and there's no kids there because, and which apparently no one knows who Freddy Krueger is because in this movie, these kids act like they've never heard of Freddy Krueger, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But you're, you have children that you're already living in that town or you're looking to move in there. Knowing that children are disappearing yearly, would you stay there? Like, wouldn't you, like, leave? Like, shame on the parents for staying there. And they're still living there. Because Roseanne was in there, and she talked about having kids. <laughs> well, Freddie killed their kids. That's why he wanted to take the. No, no, that's I, why she wanted to take them home. Okay, yeah. but she still lives in the same town. Like, I mean, like, she, <laughs> so I, that's why, I, as a parent, you're, you're, you're a dad now. Would you have your child grow up in a town where kids are missing and usually found brutally murdered? No, no, no. In a town that they still do a carnival and the fact that they still do, there's still a teacher teaching all by himself. Oh, okay. Uh, we got to get, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to those two things. Cause I, I, I uh, and, and they don't blink an eye. Like, like this is odd. They, no. they literally go there like, you know, so, like, all, right, all right, we got to get there. We didn't even start the movie yet. Yeah, <laughs> we did not. No, no. But let's get into it right now. And so, yeah. So. So, yeah. Uh, so wait, yeah, before we start, gonna say, one thing yeah. I did like the oh, sound, okay. the soundtrack. Oh, the opening track was awesome. I didn't. who was that? I, I sent it to you. The first song was the Google Dolls. And just like, it feel like it was a lot of rock music throughout the whole. The whole oh, movie. yeah. Yeah, so like it I wasn't like, Goo Goo Dolls. So is yeah. that like their first album? Oh, you know what? I I don't know. I don't. When did this I'm movie just come saying out? Year, I'm saying year wise. This came out ninety. Who did this come out ninety one? Oh really? I didn't realize uh, ninety one. Okay, so I didn't realize the Goo Goo Dolls around that long. I thought they were like late. I 90s. never knew that either. Are they okay, from? Then, are they from the Pacific Northwest? Are they like that? Okay. Um, I'm I'm not a Google Dolls groupie. Why don't you Google Google it? <laughs> I'll Google it. But no. So you know it's funny. I was trying to figure out the the who came out with the name first. So you're telling me New Line copied the name of this movie. So they when Jason goes to hell, the final Friday, the final nightmare was two years before. Come on, man. That's a hack wait, job. Wait, wait a second. You're, you're comparing the final Friday to the final nightmare? They're the same name. It's the same end of the thing. But what it, do you but mean? It's, it's like McDonald's and McDowell's. It's not a, it's not the same name. <laughs> They're two different names. Uh, just oh, use why, the they, final because, something. Because they use the word the and they use final. That, that means that they can't use it? Wow. They're from Buffalo, New York. They were formed the year I was born in 86. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Google that. Jeez. Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, the music was great in this movie. I got to say, the music was great. And uh, and one of our friends, a former guest, made a cameo in this movie, if you noticed him. Orville Ketchum himself. Oh, well, I, yeah, well, I, what I wrote down was uh, Creepy Neighbor from Sorority. Was it Sorority House or Slumber Party? Sorority House Massacre, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there were a few cameos in this movie, which just Good old didn't Peter Sellers, man. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, so the music was great. I totally agree with you with that. So then we get to the to the movie itself. Like the whole story of this movie is John Doe, who is uh, the last Elm Street kid. He's on an airplane. Clearly, as we know how these movies work, he's in a nightmare, which we'll talk about later in the movie because there's a part that makes no sense to me when it comes to nightmare and no, like when in a nightmare and not in a nightmare. But we'll get into that. I think you'll agree. 
Well, I, I also hate the fact that this movie really just jumps in. Like, usually in the other movies, it takes a little while for C- Freddy to get in there, like, you know, kind of creep in. And r- it starts off right away, like, silly. Yeah. And, like, this whole this whole scene with this kid, and I did not like his character at all. Yeah, I didn't like I him. And, and we'll talk about it later on. The girl that was a tough guy girl, they used that that shtick before in other other ones so why are they bring that back again also and why'd she survive uh, a lot I, of, too many people survived this movie too many people there weren't there, there weren't a lot of deaths there really weren't no. and it, it there's a lot of bad choices for the teacher who's running the whole thing so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there so that's <laughs> okay and then while we're at this because we're talking about because he reminds me of like the role that he had to play i think it was just I'm not saying he did a bad job. I think the role itself was hard to play because you're playing somebody with amnesia, not knowing anything. It's kind of like uh, in uh, a new beginning, like that role that he had to play. Like you had to almost be like very stoic in a new beginning. And this, he's like kind of the same kind of even looks like him in a way. And he has to be like, so like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, that's in the whole movie. Like he's, he, he, yeah. But, but even in the beginning, so he's on this plane and he's like, I got to change my seat. What is changing the seat going to do at all? They had they had turbulence and they had whatever they're going on. Moving the seat was not going to do anything at all. And can yeah. you imagine sitting next to that guy? Like I would hate <laughs> to sit next to someone like that. How annoying! I ridiculous. Or like because he, he kept looking at the window. Put the blinds down. He had the I blinds was up guessing, the time. Like I saw this movie as a kid. I haven't seen it. I watched most of it just before I interviewed like Jeff because uh, he worked on it. But when I went and I was watching, I'm like, oh, where's Freddy? He's going to be on the plane. I thought he was going to be on the wing, like Twilight Zone. Like Twilight Zone. And the fact that it's not that, but then we get when John Doe, when he falls out of the airplane and he's like in his bed and we get Wizard of Oz. And But again, a perfect line for what these movies became. They became a spoof of themselves. And you get the line of, I'll get you my pretty and your little soul, too. But just the way it looked, like a special... Again, this is the final one. You're going out... This is a, a successful franchise. It's a great... The special effects were not great. Like, when seeing Freddy come in on that tornado on the on the broom, whatever, or the bike, it just looked ridiculous. You know, it, it really did. You know, for the time they talk about, like, those CGI, like, souls at the end of the movie, like, those demons... They were so ahead of the time. And the director of this movie who worked on the first one as like an office staff. And then she like became a producer on like the fourth or fifth one. And then she had the chance to direct. She actually like got the people that worked on Terminator. They were working on Terminator 2 while this movie was still going on. So that's how long Terminator 2, like the CGI effects took. The fact that that movie came out in 93, I think. And they're working on this movie. She was able to see a piece of that movie. Well, I, and I they think, use the same people. I think you're right. I mean, I saw this movie in the theater, and and yes, for the times, really? I did. I saw it in the theater. You did? Did you I put did. the 3D goggles on? I did. I did. And so I, that's yes. what I was going to get. That's what I was going to get to. So yeah, I remember like I I really remember like you know everybody getting ready to put the because you waited the whole movie to put these 3D glasses on, which that's another thing in itself. I mean, the fact that you're you're you're, you're touting it as a 3D movie, except for the last 10 minutes, like how is that a 3D movie? You know, and there's a lot of this movie that would have been really cool in 3D, like the Breck and Meyer scene. That should have been 3D. Like, yeah. that would have been very cool. But, like, so, and when you watch this now, 
and we'll get to that part later on, but seeing how hokey they were doing the 3D, it, it makes the movie even worse. It was just so goofy. I mean, like, so obvious and so goofy that it ruins the movie. Like, you're either going to do the whole movie in 3D or don't even do it at all. Like, that's yeah. what I think, so. Oh, man, that's great. No, I can't wait to talk about that and ask you questions yeah. about seeing that in the theater. So then we get John Doe. He he wakes up from the dream, and then he, like, falls down a hill for a long, long time. And then he's landed right in front of uh, Freddy's house on Elm Street. So when he's, first of all, he fell asleep, and he was sleeping in jeans. In, in his, I, I was, I was the asking worst. my daughter. So why were you wearing jeans? But he wasn't wearing shoes. But then his shoes flew off when he was tumbling down the hill. <laughs> and and so my question is, and you see this sometimes, but like, does that happen? Like, if you're if you're gonna roll down a hill, do your shoes fly off? I mean, I can I can see if you're wearing flip flops, you know. But his he was wearing sneakers, and it both sneakers flew off because he was tumbling. <laughs> And he was tumbling for about a minute going down the hill. Like, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. a small... Like, I don't know how high was that hill that he was falling that long. But his shoes flew off. Like, does that happen? Has, has your fl- shoes ever flown off before? They've never fallen <laughs> off. But that flown off? But that's so funny. That's like a trope in so many movies. Like, somebody it is. Pump, punch, it is. <laughs> and their shoes somehow stick to the ground. Yeah. They, like, they, got, they go, they go flying, but the shoes stay right there. Or oh, people always missing their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> and then a cameo. Yeah, Bob Shea. He has to show up in all of his movies. The, the, the runner at New Line. He's like the ticket booth worker, and he has like the Freddy claw on his hand. And then we get Freddy on the bus. Freddy's driving him around. And the what Freddy's uh, idea it's- is, and I, not to do because we have to get into the movie more and more. But just a real cool thing was that Peter Jackson. And his writing I, partner at the time in the early 90s penned uh, a, a script of this movie. And that because he wrote that script, obviously they didn't go with this idea. That formed his relationship with Bob Shea. And then years later, they work on Lord of the Rings together. I would, so they love, have that to relationship see that. I would with, love to see that script. Because, oh, I mean, I can't imagine what kind of like movie Peter Jackson would have had for this. Well, I can tell you the idea. Like the full script in itself uh it's not it's like one of the most co- it's like the holy grail of horror fans tried to find it online but the basically one of the guys in the in the never sleep again documentary which i can't stress how great it is enough uh he talks about it and i love the idea it's basically gonna it basically takes place way after freddie was gone and in it freddie's like so weak so the kids in the town take like drug like sleeping pills to go to freddie's world find him and taunt him and make fun of him and then obviously he kills somehow is able to muster up the energy to kill one of them and he keeps getting his strength back because that's how he gains strength he needs fear in order to do that so that's what he does in this movie so obviously that happens in a lot of the movies but the fact that he's going to use this john doe basically shoots him through the bus window and he breaks through and then he's just on a street in, why is why is he al- Springwood? But why is he alive, John Doe? If if Freddie killed everybody from Elm Street, he he picked him from the beginning. Like, all right, I'm gonna wait for this kid to grow up. Like, and why was he yeah. waiting for him to grow up? If if he was so interested in getting his daughter, why did he wait thirty or twenty five years? Yeah, I that's what I'm getting there. Why did he wait so long? Was he like 
hoping he would find her. Like, well, no, she was an adult by then, so maybe he didn't know. know. His whole maybe he has more. Maybe maybe he has maybe he has a bunch of kids out there, and you know that he didn't know about. You know, he could have had multiple partners. Freddie gets around. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how he can get around when he's killing kids at night. Like that's his thing. But he was killing kids. Oh no, that's what I want to say to you. So if his whole thing was. I killed the kids of Springwood because they took my child. That's not true. He was killing before that happened because they didn't take his kid yet. And his wife he, and his no, 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 found the no, murder room. No, no, no. He was killing kids of the pa- the parents that killed that, that took his child. Right? No, I know, but I know, but he was already killing kids before that. Like when we well, see the flashback scene. Well, he was we killing the kids kid. of the parents that burned him. Like, no, but he wasn't even burnt yet. This was like way. This is like in the flashbacks in '66 or whatever when the wife. Oh, okay. And oh, I, the I got you. Child I got you. walked I got you. into his murder room. I got saw you. like his finger knives and everything. Unless so that was like a blended dream and it wasn't real. So this movie like, basically is like the the Halloween where they just forget about the entire franchise and like it lies. It lies. <laughs> it lied okay. to me. Okay, it did lie. To I you. just said that was so weird. Like they couldn't obviously like like shoehorn that a little bit better but the fact that it was like he says i killed so, the, okay. their children would, because they took mine would you prefer his child to have like look like freddie and that would it would that have made it better <laughs> with black hair i actually i, I like lisa zane is uh easy in the eyes in this movie. Uh, maggie but oh of course but i'm just saying like so so you're having a little freddie running around then like you know then it's okay because he was killing kids before and he had the kid while he was freddie perfectly fine <laughs> Okay. That would make more sense. See Freddy on like Maury Povich. <laughs> yeah. You uh, are the father. Yeah, you know what? That's my boy. The, the way this movie was, and if Maury I don't know if Maury Povich is around then or whatever, but I could see that happening. They they could have oh. done he, he easily could have done. If, I mean, the some of the stuff he did in this movie, Maury Povich, I could have seen him sitting there. Phil Donahue. The, like Phil oh. Donahue and Sally Jesse Raphael around at this time. Oh yeah. Easily he could have like popped yeah. or Oprah. Like yeah. He could have fully jumped the shark. Totally. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so then we meet Breckin Meyer, a very, very, very young Breckin Meyer. 91, man, he must have been 20 at the time. I don't even know. He was super young. But, I but mean, we he, get, I, uh, he's probably he's probably close to my age, right? So, I mean, probably. No, yeah. I was a, I was a, I was a junior in high school, 91. So, yeah, he just looks so young and he looks, he he, I guess he has that face because he played a college kid and, and road trip and like 13 years later, but yeah. we get to like, how about the sign on this building when it says, it says like recovery house okay. shelter. Okay. All right. Let, let, we got to talk about this building because yeah. this is, this is a recovery house where you're trying to help these teenagers or kid, whatever to recover and get their life back together. And it looks like the dingiest place where people go to get drugs and use them. <laughs> Like it, it doesn't like if you're going to, it's like, it's like if you, you, you're, you have a kid who's an alcoholic, ha- have him like, you know, behind a bar, like, you know, have your, have your office behind a bar. <laughs> so he has to walk through the bar to, you know, go to your office. That's basically, yeah. that's basically what they have here because they're walking through the dingiest place is, is their, is their office. <laughs> and, and inside is all uh, spray painted. Oh my God. I know. And I love the one thing I really thought was so funny was all the weapons. <laughs> the, the fact that the, the, the fact that Breckenmeyer's dad is like super pissed and he's like, I want results. 
man, he's been here. He's going to be home in a week. I need results. And seconds later, the guy who looks like he almost looked like a cop, like a cop in every 80s movies, uh, was like the guy that ran the place when he was like, hey, look what I found at Spencer's room. Another pipe bomb. And I'm like, another pipe bomb? <laughs> he had more than one pipe bombs? So they, they, they obviously seem to be kids that they should not be let out of like supervision at all. And they seem to be roaming everywhere they want because where else are they getting again? Not surprising. They're finding weapons in the, in the location that they're at. Cause it looks like a, a, a crack den over there. Um, but, <laughs> but, but even like, but there's only two adults and four people. It almost looks like, the, is there like a real place there? Like, are they just whole, like, are they just like, <laughs> like just going there? Like, cause I don't feel like it's an organized place. It does. Like, it's not organized, and there. How many people are there? Really, we only see the I, six, and I, it's a pretty big building. That's what I mean. And and even like the like the, the cherry sits in. It looks like it's been thrown in a dumpster that he just put in, <laughs> in his room. Like everything just looks like they're living like in, like an abandoned like. And this is where you want to help people. Like this is where you're bringing them. Say, hey, you don't want to live like this. Well, let's let's stay here and let's live like this. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to live, like live like this. like this. <laughs> Even to like up it a notch, the fact that it is dirty and it has like all the, it looks like it looks like a homeless place. It looks like it an does. abandoned it warehouse. Does. It does. That homeless people shoot up cracking or, or shoot up heroin. And you have Doc, uh, played by the amazing Yafikado. And the fact that he's a doctor that is helping these kids, but he does research on dreams and he knows all these things about him. He, he has like all this equipment in this hellhole. That that's that's what. That's what, as a viewer, we're supposed to look at. Like, oh, this makes sense. He would be uh, here and not like at some university, like doing real work. And who's who's bringing the kids there? I mean, I know the cops drop off the one kid, but like, it, it doesn't look like this. Like, they're just dropping off. Like, they they grab the kid that has the amnesia. They drop him off there. They don't know anything about him. They don't know if he has any weapons or anything. They're like, yeah, let's just drop him off over there. Like, there's <laughs> they're, they're, like these kids. The fact that they're able to sneak out, hide in a, in a in a van, which makes no sense. We'll get to that. And it's like it, it just it just this whole scenario just doesn't seem like nothing makes sense about this whole scenario. No, not not at all, not at all. And then like Bre- Brecken, he they talk about like with his dad, and he's like, I don't want to play football or date rape goats. And then we meet uh, Tracy and Carlos. They're like fighting. Cool thing I like in this movie is the I think the audio part of it when yes. they do the breaking yes. of the fourth wall, like yes. when Carlos takes out his hearing aid and it like that must have been like to see that obviously you saw it in the theater. Like I think that's really cool and obviously this his death scene is just so original. Well, well, yeah, but that's that's what all Freddy, right? I mean, that's that's the one thing that is a very common thread. And and again, this movie didn't go past it. That every death was original. You know, with, with Jason and, and Michael Myers, the same death every time. You get slashed, you die. You know, you might get a head chopped off, you might get stabbed in the stomach, but it's the same kind of deaths. These are very creative. Every single death is always a creative death. And you know, props to the special effects department in all these movies because they that's the one thing that really stands out these movies yeah i feel like you never see the same one twice you, you never do minus that we do get a little karate we do get a little karate in you this do one. but but what well, but again their, their theme is to try to find something that goes along 
with the personality of the person dying, right? So the oh, you know yeah. the girl who wor- works out, she's gonna die, you know, afraid of uh, whatever cockroaches, she's gonna die in a, in there. The guy with the puppets yeah, yeah. and marionettes is gonna die that way, you know. So Breckenmeyer puppets and marionettes, yeah, <laughs> in video games, yeah. So oh, then yeah. John Doe, when he gets brought in, because the cops are again terrible adults, because they're like, "What do you think? Have you seen this one before? You think he's on drugs? Let's bring him in." And I love how no, 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 John no. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you do, that, they didn't want to just bring yeah. him in. They're, they're like, they didn't want to fill out paperwork, so they oh, didn't want. Yeah. They, they go, I don't. Let's, you know, who wants to fill out paperwork? So he goes, you know what? Let's just drop him off at that. That what he said. <laughs> that that. that Help that that the digi place whatever you know they like let's just drop him off there. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how angry he is. But he does play amnesia well because there's so many movies that don't get that right. Like somebody has amnesia and they're very calm. Like yeah, I don't know who are you. Like when somebody walks in the hospital room, like oh hi Bob, and it's like who are you? Wait, you you think that if you had amnesia, you're gonna be angry all the time and yelling? Because you don't know anything. People are expecting you to know stuff. And the, the, I love when he flies off the handle and he's like, do you have any caffeine or Coke? I meant the soda. And he starts like yelling because he wants to stay up. And then how about when they put him in his room, which, dude, that's the only other time. So there are more people. When Those are all different random, man, probably man on bed number one. In that room, that looks so freaky because the ceilings oh. were super high. And what is he doing? He's seeing 99 bottles of beer on the wall. No, no, no. it wasn't even 99. I think he was starting from like a thousand because he was, he oh, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and are you surprised that he mentioned like Coke? And then he said, because look at the place he was at. Cause he was probably assuming, <laughs> Oh, this place, you know, hands out Coke. You might as well, you know, I want to go, I want to make sure I get myself clear. <laughs> so I like, I can pick it up here. This is, this is why I wanted to go to this one. <laughs> the Coke's great. <laughs> and then freddie's already like so I, that's what i always wondered about freddie like i only thought he had his powers in springwood but i guess john doe like he can travel around john doe because when she's going mean, lisa zane maggie falls asleep like we see the article from the newspaper like come to life so in any of the movies did outside of elm street did anyone you know, like what was it always in that area, right? No one outside of Elm Street got had had uh, had to deal with Freddie, correct? Yeah, that's why they say that line. Yeah. Like that's why he says that to Maggie so, later. She's like, "This isn't Springwood." And he right, goes, every right in Elm Street. Yeah, right. So again, that's another one that doesn't follow the rules whatsoever. They just made it up to the, in this movie. <laughs> no rules for this one. They just threw all the rules out the window and they just did. did whatever they needed to do. Yeah. They did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then we get, uh, and then obviously the, the 999 bottles of beer on the wall didn't work because, you know, John Doe falls asleep. And then we get, uh, Lisa Zane's little girl, which we find out like pretty much right away. Like we can kind of even guess that. Like, did you remember that that was her? I did not, but it was so obvious. I mean, like, yeah. because they, the, just the way she acted. Like, you know, like she, like she was acting like she was hiding something. I just thought maybe she knew, like she knew something. Um, but I mean, I, 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 when I first saw it, probably not. I mean, again, I was, in, I was in high school, but watching this now, yeah. I didn't remember what the whole, I didn't even remember there was a child until they mentioned it, but she was hiding something. And again, made it very obvious. Oh yeah. You can like tell right away. Cause I don't know. She was like very mysterious. And she's, I don't know, just her whole character, like when she was interacting 
with all the other adults there, the other only other two adults oh. that were running the place with her. And she just seemed like kind of uh, like different. And I love when we see John Doe, like he's in the dream, he's going up the stairs in the Elm Street house. And then we cut to in the facility and he's walking up air stairs. I, I, well, why is that happening? That yeah. doesn't always happen in these movies. Sometimes the people are just laying in their bed and going wherever they are in their dream. And then Correct. when they get killed, they die in their bed. But for Correct. some reason in this one, he has to actually physically walk everywhere in his sleep. Every, and not, not to mention that they also disappear. They never disappeared yeah. in the past. Like, so again, the rules were out the window for every aspect of this movie, because you're right. They, there's no way they would see him walking upstairs. They would, they would, if he was being murdered and thrown around the room, you'll see that, but you never see that. That was so dumb. And where was he going? He went upstairs up, up to the second floor. Or the stairs. Yeah, and Elm then he Street. just, and then he basically, yeah, he went up the stairs in the Elm Street house, in Freddy's house, and then he opened up the door and he, he saw himself in a padded room. But I thought that was pretty funny, like for it to come out of a, a obviously a terrible nightmare if you are John Doe. And what do you do? You throw a cop out of a window. <laughs> well, wait, he didn't throw the cop out of the first. Okay, okay, let's talk. Wait, let's talk about this part right here. So first of all, okay. he didn't throw the cop out the window. He barely, like, he almost seemed like he bumped into him or pushed. But how flimsy was that glass? And oh, okay, it, it you can't broke. Can't glass. It, it's it all broke, shelter. It broke so easily, and yeah. they made it look like that he was like out of like a twentieth floor. It was it was one floor. Yeah. He fell to the grass. There wasn't like. Yeah. He, didn't the cop just get up and walk away? He did. Yeah, it reminded <laughs> me of High School High with John Lovitz. <laughs> When yeah. they made fun of the substitute, and he throws the kid out the window, and he just lands on the grass, yeah. like, right out of it. But they made it look like, because he falls so hard back, first of all, which is very difficult, I'm assuming, to th go through a window. And his whole body goes through, shatters everywhere, and it looks like he's going flying. So yeah, I'm thinking, like, all right, he's down uh, out of the building. And he looks out, he's sitting right there on the grass. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, was that supposed to be a comic relief, or, like, I, or did they just, like, I don't know. No, no, there's so much comic. No, it's so hard to guess when it comes to this movie because, like we talked about, like this movie jumps the shark and it's like such a caricature of itself. And then, uh, so he's telling Maggie about his dream, and she's like, "Hmm, seems like I'm having the same dream." So then Maggie's like, "You know what?" And at the same time, this is when the three we didn't talk about it earlier when Carlos and Spencer and Trace about escaping. When she's hitting the back, yeah. When they have the their their brain scheme, uh, <laughs> their foolproof plan, which is like the dumbest thing okay, ever. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that right now, right? We're gonna get to their plan right yes, now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, was their plan to just hide in a van? <laughs> I mean, they're hide already in a van, maybe. <laughs> and then when they stop it, stop to get gas. But but they're already okay. Jump but, out and run. But there are at that point, you're already outside. Like, why do you need to get in the van? For, which is of course a locked, so they're able to get in the van. But why wouldn't they just run away? Like, okay, if your plan is to escape where you are, why wait? What if okay? What if they weren't going anywhere? There's they, so they're gonna be in the van all night, twenty four. You know, like yeah. Or let's just say the van doesn't leave for three days. No one leaves. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 waiting for three days in the van, and they find him dead. <laughs> They finally use it like a week later and they're like, they're like just like laying there. But no, you're right. And that van, no joke, look like they shoot like oh. porno movies in it. Or <laughs> like, like honestly, like the fact that I know obviously it, it fits with the shelter. Like if it was a clean van, we'd probably be talking about like, wait, they can afford a brand new van or a brand new SUV. You're right. You're right. But that was like 
so shitty looking. So how is this supposed to help kids? Like I, it's almost like this is how we live, and we're going to show you how to adjust your lifestyle to live like this. <laughs> because yeah. really, like the, the van is crappy and and sh- and 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 shady, and the place like there's nothing like you're bringing them into the area where they probably they probably all get the drugs in the first place. What do you think the meals are there? If that's what the van is, what are they eating? Like out of cans? Like chef or deep wait, for dinner? You think there's a working kitchen there? There's no, there's no <laughs> working kitchen there. Can't, no, just cans. No pot. <laughs> just cold ravioli out of a can. <laughs> Good old chef where day. No, it just seems like the fact that they were sitting in that van and the fact that she was like, you know what? Let me take him and maybe if I bring him to Spring Springwood, it'll help his amnesia and he'll remember. So, okay, so why did she think Springwood is where he needed to go? Did he mention that? No, he had that article on him. Oh, okay. That he article had it on was him. Okay. on him. Okay. The, the, okay. Yeah, he had that on him. And I think he had like that fo- I think he had the whole folder on. Him. Maybe like Freddie planted it on him. Wait, wait. So just because he has an article on it means that oh he must be from there, like it's a newspaper article. Could be about anything. So if I, if I had amnesia and I'm walking around with the the say the Lakers, oh he must be from Los Angeles. He must be on the Lakers. Let's get, <laughs> Let's get into L A now. <laughs> we found this man on the street. He was sleeping on the sidewalk. Uh, is he part of your team? Uh, no, he's not. Oh shit, man! What are we gonna do now? <laughs> that was our best lead. And these so people dumb. are supposed to be like doctors, and probably has like uh, she probably has like a doctorate and other. I don't know what the other guy. You does. know what? They're like- bo- I'm gonna say they're probably both homeless, and they're just pretending. <laughs> it's like it's like the dream team. They're probably just pretending because they, you know, that's where they live. Because they, nothing there shows professionalism at all. So I'm thinking they both live there. They're not doctors at all. Because they clearly, she does nothing to help them. In fact, she loses the kids about three times, lets them steal the truck <laughs> later on. Like, so I don't think they know what they're doing. I'm going to say they're, they're homeless as well. <laughs> I agree. I love that, man. If people, people that listen to us really get the references. Two Dream Team references <laughs> in the last two reviews, man. That's something. I got to watch that. I might watch that tonight while I go to sleep because uh, what a classic. But no, I, I agree. And I do love. Uh, there's two things in this movie. I forgot to mention it. You do see like a Springwood real estate sign. Yes. During like that, uh, that I, I thought that was pretty cool when we like talked about Freddie versus Jason and like selling that house. But I did love the sign when they entered the town. It was like stuck from the fifties, and it's like Springwood, a nice place to live. Like, no, far from that. That's and again, the, the, who's buying that house? Who's gonna buy that house? We talk about this in all these movies when, you know, when the realtor, you know, is there one realtor that sells all these like crappy houses and neighborhoods? Because who's buying them? It makes no sense. Maybe because there's no kids in town now. People would be like, oh, my God, hon. But there's a really reti- nice Florida room and we don't it, have kids. It's a nice retirement community. Yeah. <laughs> adults only. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like one of those adults resorts. But it's a town in America. We can go there, hon. Oh my gosh. But the fact that they're, the fact that a John panics and then the van crashes and then you see these three people barrel through, I, I, it makes no sense. And I think they just had a sheet on them. They and, recovered and themselves with a sheet. At that point, as 
the administrator, wouldn't you turn the van around and drop them off? 100. Yeah, because it's not that far. It's, it's not like she'd be like, hey, I'm going to go to Springwood. It's uh, seven mi- hours away. Correct. It's probably 20 minutes away. Correct. So you're you're taking the three people, which I'm assuming are are ma- supposed to be there, and you're bringing like they're snuck out. They're doing something illegal. One hundred percent, they would be dropped back off. But no, let's take them on the tour with everybody else. Yeah. Nope. Okay. No way. But the the next scene, even though it is, uh, oh. it's frightening. It really to me is like frightening. Like just thinking about that idea. That this town obviously wouldn't really happen, but the the roaches on the food, food, you have the smoking clowns. And my favorite, personal favorite, was the old man doing bumper cars alone. (laughs) I love that. He was just going back and forth, back and forth. So, this town, like, is it real? Like, is this a real town? Like, see, this whole this whole section does not make sense. I like, uh, I think they're sleep. It would only make sense if they were all sleeping. Correct. Uh, really, for the rest of the movie. Correct. Th- they would have to be all sleeping, but I, I don't think they are because they then they we see when they fall asleep. And, Correct. But no, they don't see. No, you're right. You know what? Are they sleeping? Because when they get to that point and they are tired in in the scene that's coming up, which we got to, they they must be sleeping. The rest of this movie. It doesn't make sense because they act like nothing's going on. Like every yeah. scene going forward th- that they're coming across a guy going bumper cars by himself, a town that has no kids that looks like the shadiest fair possible. And, it, I, and then again, you have, you have, a, you have the teacher and all like, they have to be in a dream. Like, I feel like the, re- like somehow they're all sleeping or maybe the crash and they all fell asleep. They're unconscious. You know what? That would make re- that would honestly make sense because, yeah, because I they no no way the three of them fell asleep and got stuck in the town when they're driving in circles. Which you kind of talk right. about this one thing I want to mention uh, before we get into that. Yeah, they did it before. They did it in another movie. They did that in whole four. scene. They did, they did in they didn't at the end of part four, and then that's when uh, it gets black and white, and then that's yep. when Alice Johnson goes to the movie theater and gets sucked through. Yeah, yep. no, they did. So it. why would you do it again in another movie? Like a same exact thing. Well, a lot of there's a lot of callbacks in this movie, which uh, I guess for a last movie, it, it's not the best as the viewer, but maybe the people making it are like, oh, let's take little pieces of all of them because when he's chopping his fingers off later in the movie, which we'll get into, that the I'm telling you, they didn't talk about it in the behind the scenes, but I bet you as much, I, like I know, but in originally you split piece soup. Like when he did that effect in the beginning and he sliced it for Amanda, uh, Amanda Weiss and he goes, Hey, and he sliced his finger and it starts spraying everywhere. It looked just the same. It looked like they kind of did the same effect, but no, you're right. Like why do the same thing? But one cool thing was when they made this movie, Twin Peaks was famous. It got really big. So that's why you kind of see a vibe of it in this town. Like everybody's so quirky and weird. And then what did we get? Carlos actually utters the line, very Twin Peaks here. Yeah, it, you know it is very twi- it it was like that whole the whole scenario was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, when they were doing the circles over and over again, hey, let me try, and then then we do get the great part of, hey, Carlos, can you check the map? And then he opens the map, opens the map, it's opening, it's opening, opening, and it says you're fucked because the map says we're fucked. <laughs> I love that. 
That was pretty funny. That was that was funny. And that and was pretty. You know, what? I, I, I get it. Kicks in again. Yeah. The soundtrack here. It's a different song, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. No, they had a lot of good rock. You know, it was it was a good soundtrack. I'd be curious to see what other bands are on there. If they have the if they have the Goo Goo Dolls for the first song, I'd be curious what who else is on that album. Yeah, that era. They, I'm sure they. Yeah, ninety one. No, I don't have to I'll have to look it up. But yeah, so then we get a really cool again another movie, the sixth of the franchise. Images that are memorable is the chalk drawing of Freddy in the ground when you have Maggie and John Doe walking around. But and, uh, they never yeah. show you the full drawing. That no. was the first time you saw the full drawing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. That's good. And but uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. If she's Freddie's daughter, is she supposed to be the little girl drawing the chalk? Uh, well, it's is it? It's not the same girl that we see in the flashbacks, right? It kind of looks like her, I guess. Well, the blonde—it's it's usually like a, a blonde girl, I thought, right? Or like a little girl that's drawing, but like the one that's yeah, singing, yeah. The, like, is that supposed to be his daughter? Like, or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you heard about in the other movies when we always see the girls doing jump rope yeah. and stuff. Or, or, no, I just in general. I mean, it's obviously the same girl drawing each time, or it's supposed to be. You know, the same. There's always a little girl drawing. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, that's how they got the movie. Maybe that's how they got the idea. They watch the old movies. They're like, hey, shit, Freddie should have a daughter. We always <laughs> use these little girls in all these scenes. That's what that's what we should do. I don't know. <laughs> See, that would be but, better uh, if she had blonde hair. Then that would that would match better. If she did, yeah, that would make sense. That would it kind of did. That's what they kind of did because obviously kids' hair. Like when I was yeah, yeah. younger, I'd like. Super blonde hair, like you know, my daughter, she had like super blonde, and now it's getting like more brown. But the little girl in the flashback did have like brunette hair, so maybe that's what they kind of did to trick us. But they should right, have right, done right. blonde or yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, so let's get to the teacher, okay? Uh, and I did love throughout the rest of the movie, every so often we saw the lines of the Freddy song, <laughs> really cool. Like one was on the newspaper, one was in the classroom, I believe. And then one we didn't see towards it till the very end, and just said nine ten never sleep again. But but cool. that's what I mean. Then so that's why they have to be sleeping, because why would that yeah. be in the real world, right? And and again, so they walk into this room where a teacher is teaching a class. So at first I'm thinking he's like a ghost, right? But then he talks to them and he answers them as if they're students, and they they really don't seem bothered at all by this. And the only way they would not be bothered is if they were in a dream and they saw this. Because if they're in so real life, when they crash, they all knock themselves out. It, it that would make the only sense. I know. Because, no, you're right. It, it, because they they see and they, the old lady at the house, right? Same thing. Like they, she's talking to nobody, and both times they're acting like this is something that's normal. And so, like to me, the only time when you're when when in all these movies when they're in a dream. There's obviously a lot of abnormal things going on. You never see them like, you know, like question what's in their face. That's the same kind of thing that's going on right now. Because I think it, because, because how can they not question a teacher in an abandoned, I'm assuming it's an abandoned school because there's no kids there. So it's an abandoned school and he's teaching to nobody. What do you mean when he says in 1493? (laughs) Freddie swam across the sea. Oh. Like Freddie. Okay. If this okay. class is called Freddie 101, okay. you already messed up, buddy. Okay. So Freddie, Freddie, talking about Freddie, that would be a dream. Yeah. So <laughs> no one 
I, you know, I'd be curious to look into this because it, it really, you know, there's no way otherwise, or they just be like, you know what? We just don't care. It's the last movie and we're just going to do what we want. Yeah. No, I know. Like. Cause when would they have fallen asleep? The, the, like the three, like they even Breck and Meyer, them. Yeah. And then them too, like, you're right. Wouldn't they question even the whole town? That wouldn't really happen. Yeah. Like, not a neighboring town or somebody in town is insane and be like, you know, guys, let's just stop it with the goddamn carnival. Nobody goes. It's no, a waste ev- of town resources. Everybody seemed loony. I mean, again, Ro- we didn't really talk about Roseanne and Tom Arnold. They seemed loony. Like it was like so that they, it didn't seem like a normal town. That's why, I like, it Tom like seemed a- normal. Tom uh, seemed more normal than Roseanne, and I hated that they used the name Ethel. I uh, know. There's only one Ethel in horror. A new beginning. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah they were uh yeah they were only roseanne thought she was gonna be on set for like a few hours they were both fans of the franchise so i think they kind of reached out to be in the movie and then they wrote them a scene but uh they said that i think that uh ricky dean logan said tom and roseanne were all over each other in the trailer oh. like, just going at it they were only together it's so funny for a relationship that people talk about all the time what were they together they weren't together like a long time wasn't he her bodyguard or something no he was a writer on roseanne oh i thought he was a bodyguard for her <laughs> oh i don't know who's he guarding <laughs> roseanne <laughs> or roseanne was guarding him <laughs> that's probably that's that's probably the true scenario of everything <laughs> so then we get again this thing you know kids have to be sleeping because there's no way in hell i'm ever gonna go into a rando house to sleep and the fact that the house changes. So they must be sleeping. They walk into a house that looks perfectly fine with the Springwood Realty sign. Correct. And then when they walk in, you hear the house tur- moving and things yep. punching and breaking. No. But inside, everything is trashed. Wouldn't they be like, whoa, the outside looked really nice when we walked in. Now it looks like a hell. But they're used and, to that probably. And well, that's the, it's like home. Oh, home sweet home. Yeah. You know, they felt, they felt comfortable. I mean, the fact that the kid. What, went upstairs, so the dustiest, disgusting bed. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take a nap." Like, he's that like, made, "Ooh, dust." Yeah, that's like it's just it feels like my own bed. You know, yeah. it just it's like yeah, they weren't creeped out by the the by the house at all. The rooms, I mean, they had to be sleeping. Had to be sleeping. How did they not hear that from the inside? Like all the stuff changing on the outside, and they get in. What did she do? Nice little uh, roundhouse kick. That's how she she entered the house with a little roundhouse there. But no, then we get the Carlos dream. That's like, again, the sixth one in the franchise, not the greatest movie, of course, but we get a scene that's so memorable that everyone in the best kills of the franchise, I'm sure it's in the top 10, just how creepy it is. Like with his mom, like basically like, so Carlos's mom was a monster and like damaged his ears. That's basically what what his nightmare is. Yeah. 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 That's awful. And then Freddie repeated it. He did the same thing. He even cuts his ear off. Like, oh my doesn't God. he? And he, and he, he talks audio. He talks to the ear, right? Does, did he? Did he say? Did he say anything to the ear? Or I, like, was that? I wonder if that was an homage to uh, um, uh, what was that Tarantino Reservoir Dogs? Uh that wasn't out yet. Okay, Reservoir Dogs came out. Oh, maybe Tarantino stole that. Oh, very, very similar. All right. He was watching this movie. And he's like, you know what? You know what this movie needs? <laughs> wow. That's not a bad Tarantino. <laughs> oh, really? I wasn't even going for that. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll put it on my uh, wall. Put it on, put it on your list. Other- I'll put it on my list. My bad Stallone. My <laughs> Ruh-ruh-ray. All right. 
you know, quit while you're ahead. We had we had uh, turns, you know. Yeah. It's that's it. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, that whole audio part of the scene, like it going away, like when he cuts his ear and then he finally gives him back the the hearing aid. And just the way that thing attaches to his head. Oh, God, man, that looks good. That was good. And, but again, but you also got silly Freddy, right? He was like tiptoeing behind him. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, again, funny. Like, I love, I love oh, silly I Freddy. Was dying. I was really I, laughing at that. I was. I love silly Freddy, but not for Night Here in Elm Street. Like, I, like, I almost like feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know how. Like it, to me, it just takes away because it was too silly. Like it was a comedy. Like I feel like this movie was more comedy than it was horror. Oh, it was it was rare horror. There was like maybe like a few moments of horror. Like, Very few. I think the scariest part was when he wasn't Freddy. Like when we yeah, saw him yeah, as, right, as, right. Uh, as that was Freddy the creepiest part for the mask. Oh Correct. yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you, you, I you kept seeing him. You, you kept seeing him reach his arms out, but you don't see his face going for his daughter. Yeah. Like it was all. The, yeah. It was very well done that part. But him tiptoeing, I did laugh. <laughs> you know what? You're kind of right. I bet you if the Crystal Lake prequel that they're gonna do, I don't know how they're gonna do it. I, I if that works, I think I think seeing the origins of Freddy. Would be really man, that could be pretty good. I just don't know who could play him. That's the I think thing. I think they did a little of that with the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Um Ugh. I know, I know. Um, but I think they did it a little bit more of a backstory, but they really like I mean, unfortunately it's too late, but I would have loved to seen Robert England do it himself. And that would yeah. that would have been great. But now he can be the father. No, like in the other movies they talked about him being like sort of creepy with kids. Yeah. Like killing kids. But in the new one, they made it like he was creepy oh. with kids and had Polaroids of kids. Yeah, and I'm like, I yeah, no, no, that. I yeah, don't no, need no. that for my Freddy. Because then he's not funny anymore. No, he's the like, whole okay, well, I can't be the, laughing at a guy that's taking Polaroids. Like, well, geez. the new one wasn't funny at all. I mean, like his face, they made his face look like it was an actual like burn victim. Like, like, so like he yeah. didn't even look like it was just, it was a rough one to watch. I, I wasn't a fan. No, no, me neither. But I did like when Freddie, when he drops like the one pin, oh. Carlos uh, dives and grabs it. He drops a ton of pins. And I did laugh at his, because of how great Robert is at doing it, his facial expressions and everything. But when he pulls out the chalkboard and it's tiny and then whoop. I, I, I had to, first of all, it looked like he was humping the, the chalkboard. When he he was yeah. when, when when he was going in circles with his hand on the oh, chalkboard, yeah. he was he, like that's and only Robert could do that. I mean, like he was like again, it's very like his his motion as Freddie is always amazing. Like he just he only he can do that. But I'm looking, I'm like, why is he humping the chalkboard as he's scratching it with his nails? And like, <laughs> and I honestly, I, I I had to turn my head a few times because I think that was the biggest hard part. The scariest part was hearing this his his claws on that black uh, on oh. the chalkboard. That like kills my teeth. Nails <laughs> on chalkboard is like, the worst. But then we get his head exploding. Went, nice hearing from your Carlos, <laughs> which is good, man. I love such a great line. And now we get uh, Spencer stoned on the couch and uh, oh. the broken TV that shattered, which he's probably used to. That's probably his life. He's so used to looking at a broken TV and imagining that it's even though we his dad was rich, so he comes from a rich place. But uh, now the TV's working, and we get so whew. ridiculous. See, see, this whole scene to me, it was cool at first a little bit, and then it's, it just got way silly. It got way silly. Yeah, it really did. No, no, 
so silly, but we get Johnny Depp who came back. I wonder how that happened. I wonder if like it was a little bit of Johnny. I'm sure they made the call first, but was he in the first one or second one? Big? Was he in the first first one? one. That first was a movie that made his career. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. But at this point, 21 Jump Street just ended. And I don't know, maybe Benny in June? He made no, no, no. He made he made a few eighties comedies, like uh like like sex comedies, like um like a meatball. Oh, he really? wasn't a meatball, yeah. He made a, I forget there was one where he him and his guy were is they were they were oh, at, private like, resort. Private resort. Yeah. Uh Lisa London was in that. And I'm her sure. husband, I think, in the movie was uh was uh the the Dice Man, Andrew Dice. No, no, you, was he in that one or the other one? There was another one he was in. Oh no, he wasn't that. He was was it Dice Clay in that one? I think it, no, yeah, no. And Johnny Depp is hooking up with Lisa London while she's like pissed drunk. He's like yeah, yeah, carrying yeah. her around when she's like passed out drunk. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But no, yeah. he is in a bunch of those. I'm just saying at this point, he is big. Like looking back on it now for us, yeah. I bet you at the time when you saw him, you were probably like. Oh, that's really cool. The guy from 21 Jump Street, because that's what that's what it was. Because I Crybaby might have just came out. Right, right, uh, right, right. Edward Scissorhands didn't come out. Like all these movies that really catapulted him didn't come out yet. But still, what a cool cameo. And I love the fact that and I wonder if he did that commercial. If he did that PSA, like this is your brain on drugs. You, you know what? Everybody else I um everybody else did it, so I'm sure he did. I know. <laughs> But the fact that he gets smacked in the face of the frying pan by Freddy, I, I love it. And then we get the mute. And the fact that I didn't even guess earlier he was playing the video game in the little handheld. So I didn't even like, because it was so long before this, I didn't guess that was going to be that. I thought it was going to turn like almost like a, I don't know, like a disco because Freddie like turns on the the like almost like 1970s vibe and you well, have everything it, going. That, that song, In God of the Vita, is like the oh, like. I know. Is like the the acid trip song that's played in every movie. You know, like it really is like the most common. You know, so it was perfect for what they were doing. But the video game was silly. Like it was just like so dumb. Like it was. And it was his dad in his dad was jacked, which we saw the guy earlier. who was skinny and tall. Yeah. He's jacked. He's whacking him with a tennis racket. I just love Freddie was in an office. Like he was like in a little office, like a little office with his feet, up? his feet. Uh, well, he was, it was his feet up. Or, yeah. His feet are up. I think. And yeah, no, he's got the, the fact that they have the joystick and then they have the power glove. Oh, I, I mean, like, see, it's, it's dumb. It's so dumb. Like it's, Bob Shay, like they reached out to Nintendo about it and they were like, well, I don't know if you should do it. And they did it anyway. And that was like such a memorable scene. Like even when uh, Robert says, if you look back in like the the like history of movies and TV, he was like, really, that's one of the earliest like jokes about video games when he says like cool graphics, dude. Because I, I don't know, back then it was a video game is a video game. It's not like I ever played a video game back then. Right now it's different. Now when you play a video game, you're like, holy crap, the graphics are so great. But then it was like, this yeah, is but fun. it's a fun game. Yeah, but no, no. The, the, I, I mean, I've had like Super Nintendo and that, and, and and I remember when, like when like a new Mario came out, like for the new system. Like every time it was on, the graphics were so much better. Oh remember, yeah, when the new systems came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like remember Pitfall, like they, they, they had a, they made a brand new Pitfall that compared to the original. So like I, oh, I, I yeah, can see so, that on PlayStation. Yeah, no, yeah. it looked so much better, and it was like I'm pretty, so, no, I get all that. Yeah. Was there was there a Nightmare on Elm Street game? Did they ever have a game? I'm sure they had a game. Like, I'd be shocked if they only made a Friday the 13th game. So that should have been the game he was playing. 
That would have been cool. Then have Freddy in now, the game. <laughs> that would have really jumped the shark. He's playing his own game. Oh, okay. like, hey, pick oh, it up in your local video. Pick it up oh, and rented this. <laughs> that would have jumped the shark. But, every, but everything else, using the Nintendo glove and everything else, did not jump the shark. Now I'm playing with power. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was so corny. But my favorite part was the fact that he was playing that. And they walked in, right? And then John, right? John Doe. Well, he was missing it. Wasn't he missing at first, I thought? Or no, no, he was missing later on. So, yeah. No, they come back to the house and it's John John and Tracy or John and Maggie walk in and they see Freddy in the office playing from like a weird angle, like far away. Why would they see Freddy unless they're sleeping? Exactly. See? (laughs) See? So they're all sleeping. Yeah. So do they ever wake up then? Like, so how did like, see, it, 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 yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, how are they sleeping? And later she gets put under by Doc to go to sleep. And the Can fact you that sleep in your sleep? Can you sleep in well, your sleep? Well, in, in Inception, you do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's where Inception got it from. See? <laughs> yeah. This movie, see, as bad as this movie was, a lot of movies copied it. Inception, Re- Reservoir Dogs have never gotten made. <laughs> we kind of glossed over a scene. There's not too much in it, but. Again, to show that they must be in a dream, which is so funny that I wouldn't, didn't even think about it. I just thought everybody was weird in the town, but that totally makes sense. But the orphanage, when they go to oh. the orphanage and the lady is talking to no one. Yeah, I, I said that before. I said, yeah, I said the lady, I said between a teacher and the old lady talking to oh, nobody. Oh, yeah, I didn't even meant her. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And no one batted an eye, either one. It was like, that was totally normal. And how, when was the last kid that he killed? Because there was a Freddy drawing in crayon. In in at the orphanage, so like, who drew that? You're right, and <laughs> like, it, it, and, and John Doe thinks he's the son, but he's 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 a, is he is he a kid? Like, how old do you think he is? Like, oh yeah, he couldn't be. And then, like for right. us watching those flashbacks, even though we see the girl, so that kind of ruins it. Right, they would have presented that at a different angle, right? Because they showed like 1966, so it's like, okay, well, he's not 26. I would say he'd be like 30 something. <laughs> it's right when yeah, he's in yeah. his 30s. So I wouldn't well, be 25. 25 would be the, the math on 66 to 91. If that's the timeline yeah, but, of the movie but, to a T. Right, right. Okay. So she was the only one that would make sense, but I don't think she's 25. So, oh no, but she was older. So what is she? 29. She was like three or four years old, maybe when she, she was a little. She still looked young too. So, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. You know what? <laughs> But I, I do love when they did just like bum rush Freddy in the office. They unplug the cord, but he has that's when he has like the power glove. But he's like so pissed, like, hey, get out of here. He has like a, a line like that to them. But uh God, and then so the the worst part about the Breck and Meyer death was he's bouncing like a cartoon character in the house, bouncing down that. the stairs, and then he just goes down the a hole. Yeah. That's- why 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 would that be it? See, that's what makes no sense. That's how we know they're in a dream. You're right. Like, oh my God, I'm like really well, excited it, about this. The, the, the fact <laughs> that they shut the door on Freddy, like they, they were there, like they weren't pulled yeah. into the dream. So that made no sense either. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it just, you know, it, it just, none of this makes sense. The whole movie, I, I, I want to look into it more. Like maybe Google has something with it because it, it, it had to be in a dream. Yeah, because well, Carlos, Carlos's bed was empty. And they just found his his thing had blood on it. His hearing had blood on it when Tracy found it. Right. So 
the fact that that happened to Carlos, but they all saw Spencer fall Correct. into a hole, basically to hell. No, wasn't, wasn't he getting smacked? Is. Wasn't he getting smacked by a frying pan by Freddie or something? At, when he Who? put the power glove on, Breckin Meyer. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no. He was getting smacked by Freddie. That's why he was like kind of bouncing and going yeah, through yeah. for everything. No, but no, his stomach. Remember, that, yeah. his stomach was when he was laying it on the ground, not when he was bouncing around the house. Or oh, Freddie was yeah. jumping up. Yeah, he, he fell through the hole, but I guess he came back or something, and that's when Freddie started bang. Like he was like jumping on him or something. Yeah, so that makes no sense. So they <laughs> saw Freddie playing the game, doing that, and then it affected him while he was sleep. Yeah. But they didn't know what was happening to him when his when he was going to hit in the stomach. <laughs> okay, that, See, this movie's getting worse. This movie's getting worse. That's... Yeah, that's really that's really confusing. Yeah, like why wouldn't they? Uh... Yeah, that's. Uh... We got to look into it. Yeah. So now, so now, even from there, after like the whole gates of hell, and they see it going into the ground, then like John wakes up. So this is when he seems like he's the only one that is sleeping to us as the viewer. But obviously we know just what we're talking about. None of the other stuff could have really happened. Right. Because John fell asleep. I think they were in the van. Well, I mean, he, he could have been sleeping and, and waking up, but waking up in his dream. Like, because I guess he wakes up because he's still dreaming, though. Because what happens? Yeah, he. Yeah, he like wakes up and then he's really still drinking. He says, "I'm not getting out of this bed," and then the bed starts on fire in, in second. Not even a second goes by. <laughs> I mean, like, so such a silly line. Oh, nothing's no, gonna make me get out of this bed. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> but no, what like like you said, what was the line that you liked that made you laugh? No, when what, he says, "I know well, I'm your son." Well, well, well when they're uh, they they he. Was it get thrown out of an airplane again, or how did yeah. he start falling? It got. Uh, I thought it was. I don't know. Okay, so he's he's in a parachute, and Freddie's next to him, and he goes, "I know." Or Freddie has his claw out, and he's going to start cutting down his 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 rope, and and uh, John goes, "I know you're not going to kill me because you're my dad." He goes, "You think I'm your dad?" Wrong. <laughs> I mean, like just the way he says it, it was just yeah. so so silly. Like I, I was laughing. Like it, it was it was funny. And then, so he's falling. This is how John Doe dies. So he's falling, which he would die anyway if he landed. So why do you need a bed and nails? Like it's Freddie. I know, but but he's, <laughs> he he slid the bed and nails there just in case he survives the fall from you know who knows how high he is um, from the from you know free falling. So let's put him on a bed of nails, <laughs> just so and, we can get Robert uh, pretending right. to be uh, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> That's really what he was in this movie. He really, it's was. unbelievable. But I love that the, that bed of nails had like really like nails that were close to each other. But when we see after he died, there was like maybe like eight big holes <laughs> like in his body. That yeah. and then he died, and then he and was then, gone. And you're like, wait, this guy that we saw in the beginning of the movie that basically like is dead now, like he dies and not Tracy. Like that made no sense. Like, why did she survive? Why did so many people survive? I know, I know, so many. I, how many more? Is that like the? Is only? Is there any other deaths? No, that's the last death. So the so there's there's two three deaths, three deaths in a whole movie. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's crazy, right? Wouldn't you yeah. think you'd pack it in for the last one? 
like give him a scene like yeah uh, like in fred uh in freddy's dead like the, uh freddy's revenge in the second movie like when he's like slashing all the kids at the pool party oh like, that, give him something that's my like favorite that. that's my favorite scene when he jumps out of the ground is that that's a pool yeah. party right oh i love yeah. that scene and the pool starts boiling yeah and yeah. the hot dogs just start randomly cooking everywhere and he yeah. says you're all my children now yeah yeah that which which one was very that? cool the second the one second one. Oh, so good which is like really still good, like when you go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. That it wasn't in the first one. Just like yeah. a lot of sequels that we cover, the, the predecessor, when they're too good, it ruins the next movie. I haven't watched the third one in good. a long time. So I'm, I'm, it's, I used to be my favorite as a kid, but um, haven't seen it in a long time. Dream Warriors? We got to do that one. I know. I know. I'm holding off. We will. We will. We'll do a good, we'll do a good, good Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, All right. Yeah. So then from there, this is where we get. Freddie, so this is what's crazy. So Freddie's like there. Like we see Freddie sort of looking at them, and then he go and then he says a line like, I have to join them or I have to follow them. And he like does this thing with his body, and then he jumps into her head. Which does that come into play at all? <laughs> uh no. No, really, right? No. I, I thought that was gonna make her like like Freddy's gonna control her. She's gonna do something evil. Nothing. She, she, act, she acted yeah. normal. The rest. Of, she acted exactly the same. Like, what was the purpose of that? That made no sense. And if she was awake, how would he be able to do that? <laughs> oh, I know. No, that makes right? no sense. And I think the only reason that they showed it that that even happened was for her to have that longer flashback because he could put that into her head of showing that hey i murdered your mom because remember he even said oh she's dead because i oh what did he say because she was going through mommy's things so she had to take her medicine or something i'm like holy crap man <laughs> like watching him just whack her head over and over again on the tree until she was lifeless yeah, yeah. something and he didn't go yeah, to jail yeah. he did not go to jail but they took his kid away well the cops were pretty bad in this i mean it's they are serious. they really are they're useless Jeez. Even when they, even when they go to the cop at the at the place and and tell them, he's like, "Well, you know, there's a lot of kids, you know, like like they're so nonchalant about it." He obviously knows about the history. He's got to know. I mean, as an adult, you know about Freddy, you know, or you know about the missing children. How how can you take anything lightly? No, I know. And then the only other thing that if we didn't see Freddy jump into her body, if it was more of that, like, oh, did did it happen? Like, if it was like. For us as the audience, like, did he really just make that jump into her body when she's like sitting there and she's looking at the window and there's like the like the condensation on the window and there's like claw marks that she's like making with her own fingers and she's doing her own finger knives. Then it'd be like, oh, maybe that makes sense. But no, we saw him jump into her head. Yeah. And then she's uh, yeah. And then she how about when she's crazy at this point? Which makes no sense. So maybe it's another thing that Freddie did, which would make no sense because he wants to put the fear into people. But the fact that she lies to the guy, the, the guy that seems like he's pissed about working there and says, oh, they took the van and ran, the, ran away. Why would they do that? And then nobody remembers them except Doc. There, there's no remembering of any of the kids that died. You just lost three, three kids that they're missing at this point, right? They didn't see them. And they well, they saw the one die, right? They saw who did they see die. They saw Breck and Meyer die. 
right? Or they saw Breckin Meyer die and they saw John John Doe right, die. So right. they know that those two are dead. Carlos, they assume that he's dead. Correct. Like, but, but they think he's but, but right they're away. acting like they're acting like nothing. Like, all right, you know, and they're going on with their business. I think like, I, I think you're right. It's all a dream. That's the only reason that that guy doesn't remember him. And Doc correct. does because he does like the dream therapy. Correct. But how's he sleeping if we're in a dream? It doesn't make sense. It's... How's he like jumping into the... Yeah, it makes no sense. And then Maggie goes home. Well, yeah, she, but, like, but, 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 but apparently then everybody could jump into each other's dreams. So maybe the, that's what the doctor does. I guess. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, no, it makes zero I can't sense wait for Twitter to give it maybe give us some answers when we post. Oh, them. I hope so. I really hope at sequels only the people chime in and say, you know what, guys, you got it all wrong. They were sleeping the entire they died. <laughs> they died in the car accident. We were just watching. But no, it, it I don't know. But the fact that so then she goes, questions her mom, she finds the adoption papers, but her mom doesn't know who the parents were because they didn't tell. And then that's when we obviously already knew at this point. Right. So they didn't really have to do this scene, but she's obviously Freddie. Freddie's her dad. Yep. And then she's crazy at this point because now she's wandering around in the rain. And then we, the last one was the newspaper headline that says nine, 10, never sleep again. So I love those little eggs that they showed throughout the movie, which was cool, but geez, man. No, I, I yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like, you know, that should they, it, being a last movie that should have made it like not as obvious as it was. So it would be more of a twist. And there really wasn't because I feel like we all knew from the beginning. Yeah, no, it was so plain and yeah. simple. Oh, okay. Especially that we saw a little girl. Maybe we saw like the POV of a kid. They put a uh, camera on somebody yeah, but, that, like, that was like crunched down. That, but, but also the fact that she just acted like she just acted so obvious in the beginning. Just the, so her, her mannerisms, what she, the way she would act. I mean, um, she, she gave it away. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like you know, like they, they should really should have made it more to, of a twist. Yeah, no, there should have been. But whatever, an M. Night Shyamalan twist <laughs> at that point. But uh, no, so then we get. Uh, so then this is like where the really the final act of the movie starts, pretty much now because this is where we get. We talked about it already, but the flashback of the of the killings and yep. her walking in and her dad and finding out that it's Freddy, which was a cool scene. I told you when my daughter like saw where I froze the movie. It was right there where Freddy's in that room when she's like a, her. She sees herself in a dream as a little kid. And then she opens the door, and then she's the kid with pigtails, kind of yeah. weird, in the same outfit. But then Freddy just appears, and then from there, boom, Freddy's like he breaks out of there, and he's going to the shelter, and he says, "Every town has an Elm Street." Yep, yep. And where is he going? Tracy. So he goes after Tracy. She falls asleep. I don't know. Is she she's still yeah, but, sleeping? Probably. Why is he going after her if he now found his daughter? Makes no sense. If that's what he wants, if that's why he right. was killing, that was the whole point. That's the whole plot of this movie. So now he found his daughter. Like I, w- I would have thought, like he would have like had more interaction with his daughter. Like, all right, I, I want her to work for me or do what I do or whatever. Nothing. <laughs> or get her a little like pink glove with with uh, knives. Yeah, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> training knives. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, honey. Come on, you can do it. Which he does say later in the movie. He does kind of say like. I- Something along those lines. Oh, but no. Feels, so then, yeah. when Tracy's in the in the like terrible looking bathroom that looks like 
Oh, it's like awful. an abandoned bus station. Oh. She looks down, she does the old look up, and then she's in her like apartment, like like when she was a kid. And we see our buddy Peter Spellos, which is so cool. I didn't ask him too much about this. So we were talking more about all his uh, work with like Jim Winorski and uh doing like the Munchie movies and Sorority House Massacre 2. But man, this scene was kind of cool with him. Uh man. But what a creepy scene to have to do to play a dad like that. And like really weird tones to have in this movie. That's mostly sort of playful. You know, the whole movie is really silly. And then you, he, he seems really to always get a down. creepy role, huh? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he looked the same. Like was, was this around the same time as sorority house? Oh yeah. Uh, this is actually probably just before sorority house, probably 92. Oh, he, he looked exactly the same. Like yeah. it was just. Yeah. Come on, give daddy some honey. I'm like, <laughs> But his face mangled, that was great effects. Oh, yeah. And he gets his face all beat when she's beating him with the, she's beating him with like a, a teapot or a coffee pot, that, uh, like a kettle pot. Do you and, think that can happen to someone's face? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It reminded me of Twilight Zone with the masks when they wear yeah, the yeah. masks. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. face was like all mangled. I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah. And then Freddie pops in and he goes, no respect from kids these days. Wait, doesn't he do a car wheel? He does a car Freddy wheel. Does? I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it, it down. I said, I said, Freddy, I said, right off the mush face, I wrote down Freddy cartwheel. So I don't he, believe it. it he, came, he came in on a cartwheel. <laughs> oh, no, he did. Yeah, he, he did that. He cartwheeled and he said, Kung Fu this bitch. And then he starts, <laughs> and then he like kicks her. Yeah. So ridiculous. Why would he cartwheel? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we get another callback from the first movie sort of when she does the burn when yep. she does the burn in her arm to get out of the dream which is like super smart idea to get out and then boom maggie's right there just in time but like is this a dream within a dream like inception is this it, a dream it has within to be it has to be because why did we see her fall asleep no no, we right, saw her just look in a down bathroom. from the sink look right. up and then right. she was in her that's what i mean so like apartment. so even though she's waking up um see i don't know it doesn't make sense but okay so now we're getting to the part where i guess the 3d is going to come in well not yet first we got oh. doc when he's going to look for tracy in like the gym and freddie just shows up so doc see okay right so see, doc makes sense for us as a viewer if i just saw this doc scene like put together just seeing him and then what he does because he's he's putting himself Sleep and he has an alarm set up to wake him right, up. Right, 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 right. That makes right. sense, you know. But I, I love that he sees Freddie and he immediately smartly grabs a bat and he kind of beats the shit out of him. He beats him up pretty good. Well, you know, you, you think about it, the those that fight back usually do pretty, pretty well against Freddie. It's the ones that don't do anything because Freddie does get beat up in a lot of these movies. You know, um, getting kicked in the face, punched, fight, whatever. But it's the ones that don't do anything that just run. Yeah. Those are the ones that usually, uh, you know. So Freddie's not really a good fighter. I mean, not for nothing. Jason really kicked his butt in Jason. Ver- oh, Jason he did. Ver- and and to 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 correct you a little bit because I, I agree with you, but now it's looking at my notes. I was wrong. That's what was funny about the scene. It reminded me of God. What movie was it that somebody was doing like all karate stuff and they're like, oi, 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 and then they run and then they get punched, kind of like Batman. Do you remember Batman? When they're at the museum yeah. in the original Batman and the guy's doing all the stuff and then Batman knocks him out. That's Wait. what happened here. Well, hold Freddy on a did the hold, yeah. hold on a second. That noise you just made 
It was very Buster Rhymes, right? It's flawless impression. Uh, but but I'm just saying, like that's your noise. That if you're gonna if you're gonna fight someone, that's what's gonna come out of your mouth. Like, well, I wouldn't do any of that because that's weird to do that <laughs> to make those sounds. Those <laughs> but oh, but, the, but in your in your head, you think that's what it sounds like? It's yeah, no, not good. More you are you are. That's what you that's what you just did. That's what <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> no, but that's what was funny about that scene. It reminded me of those movies that yeah, do yeah. that trope of people like getting ready because he sees Indiana Doc. Jones. Indiana Jones. With the gun, I guess that's like that's the original one, and they all they've done it like so many movies. But But Freddy does a cartwheel, and then he does like spins, and then the dog grabs the bat and knocks him down in like three swings, and he's like beating him up. Oh, that's where he did the cartwheel. That's what he did the cartwheel. Yeah. (laughs) But then Freddy gets up, and then he starts talking about uh, all the ways that he's going to try to kill him that everybody's tried to kill him and then that's when he starts chopping up all his fingers and he goes yep. they tried to burn me they tried to bury me and he's just chopping off each one and you see like the green pus coming out yep and then he gets woken up just in time and then that's when again another copy of another movie they do the ending from one when nancy finds out when she wakes up and she grabs freddie's hat yep well he grabbed he, gra- he grabbed his shirt the doctor, yeah, the, a part of the sweater, yeah. Right, right, right. Which you could pull like a sweater, like a piece of sweater off like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> well, Freddie's worn the same sweater for. That is true. You know, That's, it's got to get kind of raggy. He's got upgrade, man. Yeah, that is you true. Know? He yeah. he's in his own dream. Basically, like it's a nightmare. He was in people's dreams. It makes them nightmares, but he can dream a little sometimes, right? Can't he dream himself up a new sweater? <laughs> Come on, man. Get yeah. get it. Get in the game, Freddie. Well, I mean, considering that it's what it's been through, I mean, uh, it looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so then 3D glasses time. Oh, okay. This is where when he gives it to her. Okay. And then well, I'll ask you your what, question. Okay. First of all, what's the point of the glasses in a movie? Well, none. Okay. At all. Okay. And, and the fact that they look exactly like 3D, cardboard or whatever, paper 3D glasses. Like, what was the purpose? I It's so stupid. But I do remember this watching this in the theater, and I remember you know everybody getting excited, seeing everybody put it on because I think there was something like in the beginning of the movie or maybe in the theater they say don't put it on until Freddie or until they tell you in the movie or something like that. So they were talking about in the documentary what happened was even though it's only the last ten fifteen minutes that some movie theaters didn't give a shit and like didn't tell people when to do it. So they didn't know. And they had these, and they wore it the whole and, movie. Oh, and then they'd be goodness. like, Oh, this looked no, or they wore it the whole movie or they forgot to put it on. So it didn't like work with that effect. But his line to her, when she's like 3d glasses and he goes, they mean nothing here, but can be anything in air there. I'm like, can he, she just friggin' not wear them and do anything she wants anyway. Yeah. The glasses didn't seem to help her at all or do anything different. Oh, no, you know what? Move weird. She moved I, weird. I think in movie, <laughs> I think in the movie theaters, I think they would have a glowing like glasses on the screen to tell you when to put it on. Oh, that's smart. I, I think that's the what, concept of it isn't bad. Like they just did a three D, like an hour and a half in P, hour and a half away in PA. They did back to back Amityville three D and Friday the Thirteenth three D. If that was closer, I would have went to it because it's cool. Definitely a cool experience. But the fact that the way they Thing, like the way she is looking at her hand I, and her arms cocked. And I'm like, nobody moves like that. 
So you you what what it reminded me of is like I don't know if you, you ever saw this when you were younger, but when 3D was kind of like like a, a kind of popular, there were like these old like like I want to say movies from the 60s that would have like 3D. And like I remember watching, like my father had like these sample movies or whatever, and like someone would take a pool stick and just like show it in there, like purposely, yeah. purposely do things just to test the audience so they can see what it's like. That's what they did in this movie. Like it was like almost like they were doing a, a um uh, an advertisement for 3D glasses. Yeah, because they they literally looked like they were looking at the camera at one point and like pointing things at it. It was just so like ridiculous. And when you watch it now without 3d glasses it just looks so stupid and what's funny about it is this was after the 3d craze was done because it didn't work obviously in the 80s like a Correct. lot of movies tried it and it was like eh, it's not worth it the camera like when i interviewed joe alves just 3d like he talked about how much it sucked because you really had it took a lot longer to set up like the camera nothing could be like messed up i don't know if it was like the camera couldn't move it was like a pain in the ass to do wasn't worth that's, it. That's probably why they only did like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. That's really why that's really, how I much mean, time do you have to do it? It probably took them to shoot that, that last scene with 3d, probably like a week or two, which is probably a lot of money, like budget wise to be able to, to, to do it. But I, the only part I did like about the 3d was I liked the, cre- the creatures. I didn't like the ones that were flying around CGI wise, but then when she walked into that painting, which yeah. we didn't even mention, but when doc talks about like, Oh, I have this random painting on the wall. It's about, you know, the, the keepers of the nightmares. And then we find out Freddie says that was his job. Like that's what, so something we never knew about Freddie was employed by these creatures to be able to live forever to do this. I'm like, come on, you're going to shoehorn that in, the, in one line. Yeah, like, I know. At, at minute one twenty. See, that's why you need you really need a Freddy backstory, you know, of of him, you know, growing up, you know, what kind of abuse that he probably went through as a child, then to show him as an adult and what the creepy things he did, but then show him like how he became Freddy. Like that we've never had that backstory. We don't know. We just know that he, he he got burned and then he became Freddy. Like we don't know that like transition. Like, you know, Stranger Things. We saw how that guy became Vector or whatever they that thing is yeah like that would be cool to see how freddie became freddie yeah because we only got a few minutes like the next scene is like a little taste of it and we get the great alice cooper man the guys that are musicians oh. that we get d snyder crushing and shark native six was that shark native that was shark native six yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. alice cooper in this one playing freddie's dad but yeah we but, see all the kids tormenting uh yep. freddie and calling him the son of a thousand a hundred maniacs and yep. then the freddie teen guy was freaky as hell like he said he was really cool in the behind the scenes that he like had lunch with robert and was able to pick his brain about the mannerisms and the character but i don't know if i was coming down to beat the shit out of my son which i would never do but if i was doing that and he was cutting himself i think i'd be like you know what you're doing enough damage on your own i'm gonna go upstairs and have a beer or something yeah why add why add more to whatever's going on yeah, you'd be like a wimp with all your other buddies yeah. that slug on their kids. Be like, hey, man, how was it last night? I beat the shit out of my kid. He was crying in his room. What about your kid? Hey, Kruger. Yeah, my son, <laughs> he was cutting himself. And uh, yeah, did you make it? Did you, did you hit him real hard? He didn't even <laughs> flinch <laughs> like at all. He did nothing. <laughs> but then we get the burning. And then that's where we see, I guess, kind of what Freddie alluded to like 10 minutes before when he was talking to Doc. And he was basically like, 
oh, they they chose me because when he's getting burned, the CGI demons like come around him and Freddy yep. can be bad forever. And it's like, ugh, ugh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I know. Just trying to shove these things in at the end of the movie that, that, that let us know this in the beginning of the movie. Correct. And like, not like it would help anymore. Or make the movie about that. Like, it was like, they'd feel like if this was the final one, we got to explain a little something. So they just threw it, yeah. threw it together. But it was just mishmash. You know, it was just, yeah. But we, I did like, we, we alluded to this scene earlier, but she sees it again. Like in the flashback, and it's like, don't worry, honey. Mommy has to take her medicine for stupid and daddy's special work. And then Freddie just pops up behind her and goes, but you did tell, didn't you? And this is where she's trying to hold him, like in the boiler room, which he's always at, holding him. And then Doc, they bring him, they bring her back, but she's all by herself. Well, she hugs Freddy. him. She was hugging him. She, Yes, she was. And his head was growing, and there was a point that his head grew that he looked like Kevin Nealon and in, in uh, Little Nicky with boobs on his head because there was like boobs yeah, coming out yeah. for some reason. It was and his it, arms were it was like he was bubbling. He was bubbling. Yes, he was like stretch arms strong for a second, and that's why I think he wasn't gonna get pulled in. But then they both just like disintegrated into air, and then yeah, and then out of nowhere. But see, but see, okay, so it, it, even if they do that, wouldn't he appear right away? with her like if you're pulling your if you're because this happened in other movies if you're pulling on what well, happened sm- in the first movie but nancy woke up on her bed and then she was like oh he's not here and then he popped up from the other side of the see okay so that doesn't make sense then because if you're pull if you're taking like i in one movie didn't they take his hat or, or something like yeah, in the anymore? first one and then in right, this one right, he right. took the right. sweater yeah okay so if you're taking that how come if you're taking him you did not he's not with you exactly because he doesn't have any powers in the real world, so he shouldn't be disappearing. Which is the only funny part of it. Uh, that he doesn't have the powers because he's kind of weak. But then it made me think of Freddy versus Jason, and he actually was a good fighter. So was everybody dreaming in that movie? Because he was uh, like kind of fighting with Jason. Which no, he he was in he, no, that's why he got his butt kicked. He was only fighting well in the No, I know, he, but in this one, he was getting his ass kicked by Maggie, and he was actually sort of holding his own against Jason for a little bit at points. In that final fight in that yeah. movie, but that's that's for another episode, which you guys can listen to <laughs> sequelsonly.com forward slash uh you know Freddy versus Jason. But no, so in this scene, this is where we get like then uh Doc and Tracy get locked up somehow, and it's just Freddy. Which what room is this in the place that there's like a caged room? Because there's multiple caged rooms, because while Freddie and her and Maggie are locked in a cage room one-on-one. You get Doc and Tracy going into another cage room. You know what it is? All the weapons. It's an abandoned zoo. Abandoned <laughs> zoo, yeah. That's what. It, that's probably what it is. That's because that's, that's the pro- only thing that makes sense. <laughs> it's just an abandoned zoo. God. No, that is the only thing that makes sense. But <laughs> like the fact that they go and they go, oh, these are all the weapons. The cops never want to take them. So we and just keep them here. They just happen to have a stick of dynamite. That's one of the weapons they have there. Wait, wait, wait. That's the one that you're talking about, not the Chinese throwing stars, or uh, the wait, wait, or wait. the baseball bat with the nail in it. Wait a second. You think you think a Chinese star or a nail that uh, that someone could put into a bat is 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 more rare than having a stick of dynamite that looked like it was from 1850 uh, and like it looked like one of those <laughs> stick of, it was a stick of dynamite that you it was know, Wiley you know, Coyotes. <laughs> it was from Acme Company. <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous 
no, super ridiculous that they do that. But then we get up. So then we sort of get like the one-on-one. And this is where Freddie kind of tries to get remorse from Maggie. He says, did you see what they did to me as a kid? And then, dude, she 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 has the glove at this point. He says, "I didn't need a gl- I didn't need a glove to kill your bitch of a mother." <laughs> Whoa! And what does she do? She's badass. She throws a head bite. She bites his nose, and then she dude when she breaks his hand. I love that. Oh, that, yeah. Because he was kind of like a ow ow. But, like trying to put it. Doesn't he? Doesn't he the... pop it back in though? Yeah, does he, he does. <laughs> Well, when he gets beat up, it is very funny because he's always like, you know, like he's comical about it. You know, like he he shows that he's in pain, but he's, he's comical about it. So I always like. I think funny. even at this point, he puts the he's trying to put the glove on. I think he's trying to put the glove on. And then he this was. Is when, it was with a broken hand. Yes. And this is when Tracy pops in and she lifts open the cage, which she didn't really have to because it, I bet you, you can fit a Chinese star between the. The gaps in a fence. But anyway, she throws one of those two. Oh no, first a knife. She throws the knife perfectly. I guess Maggie's a knife thrower. Everything she threw was perfect. It landed perfectly. Perfect. Everything. She's she's in a dream. Yep. Still, I, I guess. And oh, I guess she's not. That's what makes no sense. Well, so now she's definitely not in a dream because Freddie right. is mortal. Right. Which makes it even worse because her accuracy of throwing things is in, incredible. So yeah. like that would be stuff that would be in a dream. So and and you know when she gets the glove, see I thought I thought it would have been cool if she like almost like um like Lord of the Rings right when you put that when you put the ring on you start acting a little funny you start acting a little yeah. different like if you're putting a glove on you start getting that feeling of like you know killing or something that would have been cool but no nothing yeah nothing at all nothing at all and and you know what she- Spe- hold on speaking of the glove where did Freddie get it. Oh, he made it. That that was like kind of what like, was in that one flashback. See, I don't know where he thought where, of it. But okay, where would he make it? He he has, he has a he has a workbench. Oh no, he has a workshop. Yeah, we've seen that in, a, in one of the openings to one of the movies. They have a long scene of he has a workshop in the, the, the by the boiler by the boiler room. In the by the boiler room, yeah. But he had different knives in that one scene. It had different uh, blades on the top of it, so they look like sort of different. But I guess. He probably made like different prototypes, so this is the one he landed on that uh, really, okay. All right. really <laughs> that he wanted to sell the Shark Tank. Pretty creative, Mark Cuban. I want <laughs> you to invest in my finger knife glove, <laughs> Mister Wonderful. What do you think? But uh, no, so that scene. Uh, so when she put first the first the, the knife, the throwing star sticks him onto the wall. She puts the glove on, like you said, and sticks him in the stomach. And then Tracy's like, here, this, and it's the dynamite. And I think, was it lit when she threw it or did Maggie light it? I forget. I don't remember either, but uh, I'm assuming it might be lit because how would, how would she light it? She had the glove on. Oh, that is true. <laughs> that is true. But, then but again, she sticks it. Sticks, yeah. Go ahead. The line is great. Happy Father's Day, which... Did, what, did this movie, do you remember if it came out around then? Because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Not like remember. it would make sense years later if you didn't see it on Father's Day, but the fact that she said, Happy Father's Day. And then when it's about to go off, he says, Kids. <laughs> so, And then you see, I mean, you see now, but the 3D glasses are off at this point, right? I, dude, this is what I was about to say when I just read this okay. after what we just talked about for the last hour 30. The glasses reappear on her face. Right, but but so she took them off, happened? so everybody in the audience takes your glasses off at this point. 
So that last scene was not in 3D. Right? Because the whole point was to put them on when she puts them on, take them off when she takes them off. So there's a lot in that last scene that could have been 3D. That should have been. Her throwing at things and all that stuff. But no. God. That makes no sense. <laughs> but I did like the end of the movie if it was really going to truly be the last movie. The song was cool. I wonder who did that because it was called Freddy's Dead. And then the the, the best of his kills yeah. on the right-hand side. Yeah. That was really that was cool. cool. That was cool. I, so there were cool uh, man. No, it, that it, was again, Freddy's. Yeah, there, there were cool stuff. There was funny stuff. You know, again, it's Freddy, right? You know, you're always gonna love whatever he does. But to me, again, bottom line is, I feel like it it, it ruined. It just ruined what Fred like Nightmare on Elm Street was. It was very silly. It was very hokey. Um, but you're gonna ask me if I would I would recommend it. You have to. It's you know part oh, of the franchise. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you have to. I mean, it, it, as much as I hate it, again, you know, it's Freddy. I still enjoy all the movies, so I enjoyed watching. You know, him. You know, it wasn't like I wasn't tortured watching it. I just hated it to be part of the franchise to end it on that note. I think that's what yeah. the better. But if you like Nightmare on Elm Street, you have to watch it because it's it's classic Freddy. Yeah, I would say when it comes to the Freddy movies, even though I don't really like Dream Child. Uh, they're enjoyable like no matter what because of him like it could be the worst script no characters that you enjoy you enjoy him in the other movies you i love jason but and i pretty much like all the jason movies minus a a couple of them but but like the other movies if there's no other good supporting characters i'm over it but i'd rather watch a bad nightmare on elm street than a bad halloween or a bad chucky bad leprechaun well understand of course well it's but he also talks where the other ones don't talk. That's right? what I so mean. You, yeah. Right. So you have the conversations, you have the one liners. So like, you know, maybe if Jason had the one liners and may, maybe it would be different, but yeah, if it's a bad Friday, 13th, of Halloween, it's just not the same. It's just dry where this you'll still get, you'll still laugh. You know, you'll laugh at the Nintendo part as stupid and silly as it was. You'll still laugh at some of the things that Freddie does, the concentration that he's using to control the, the game, you know, how he's like into it. It's funny, you know, so like little things like that. He never mails it in. That's one thing about him. He never, he gives 110% to that character and, and only, and only he can. Like, I mean, I you, I don't care. You could find someone to try to put on the makeup and try to look as close as you can with him. They would not have the mannerism, the, the, the voice or like, just, they wouldn't be able to do it. Like he is, you know, like, like there's no way you're ever going to find another Harry Potter. You're not going to find another Freddy, no matter what. No, 100%. Harry Potter and uh, and Freddy in the same sentence. <laughs> Look at that. I love that. That's the next and, movie. And then before, yeah, before we talk about the next movie that we're going to be covering, uh, I got to talk about on uh, on Twitter, I, I wanted people to be like, hey, because we had this bit that we talked about one time, and I just... We, we always forgot about it and I was really lazy and like adding in graphics, but I put, I put it to people, you know, what do you think of this movie? Rank it one out of five, uh, Freddie power gloves. So just a few that I'll run through real quick at, uh, Jermar JS 90. He said it was too fast paced of a premise, which I totally agree, but no matter what people love the video game sequence, he loves, uh, John Doe's death loves the opening theme song. So a lot of things that we like, he gave it 6.8 out of 10. So not one out of five power goals, but that's fine. Uh, Manic um, Movie <laughs> Monday podcast. Uh, they, they saw that in the theater as well. She saw it. 
Uh, she hated it then and hate it now, but it introduced me to the deliciously handsome Brecken Meyer. So maybe one and a half gloves. Brecken Meyer, look at that yeah, sex right. symbol. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's a got one. Of, fan. I would say most of the people. I can tell you, uh, Adrian Lay. She wrote terrible movie. Chris Moyes, our buddy, he wrote awful binge <laughs> movies. Absolutely zero in every way. One of the worst of movies of the decade. Know you know what? This might have been the first movie that the audience actually agrees with me. Because yeah. I'm usually yeah. the, I feel like I'm the outcast on a lot of these movies. You know, especially in the horror movies, you got all these fans. But I'm I'm not used to having people agree with me uh, on a movie. So this feels good. Yeah. Yeah, there's only one that liked it. Sonny Chong wrote one out of five, indistinguishable from the other movies. Uh, but then we get two people, Scott Hathaway. Who's, who listens to us? He's a really cool, dude. Uh, love it to death. Only Freddy that came out when I was aware of the series. And I used to tell my mom I was renting Drop Dead Fred, but instead would rent this <laughs> four and a half Freddy Power Gloves. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, no, I totally spaced on doing that when people took the time to write about uh, Halloween Resurrection. So, yeah. So, think about it. We did ha- Halloween on Halloween. Then we do a Freddy's Dead. So, what? what else can we do? We got to do our favorite, our guy, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, part seven, a new blood. The first time that Kane Hodder donned the mask, uh, you know, it's a little mixture of Carrie. It's Carrie versus Jason uh. sort of, and uh, yeah, some cool kills in it and uh, good behind the scenes. I'm, I'm excited to talk about that one. And for it, I was lucky enough to talk to Stacy Greason. Uh, she played one of the first deaths in the movie, her and her boyfriend, who's played by Billy Butler, who, which is funny, she told me a cool story that they did a horror movie like the year before, and he was already cast in Friday 7, and he called her and said, hey, do you want to play my girlfriend in this scene? So she was able to be in this movie for like three or four things. But what she's known for that, if any of our listeners are fans of Days of Our Lives, she was Isabella Toscano. She was on that show for God, I don't know, two thousand episodes. Wow! Like, she was on it for so long. Now she's an author. We talked about her new book, which I'll make sure to put in the episode notes. I should have been a better person and wrote that down, but uh, we talked about that. But uh, no, Stacy was a blast, and I'm excited to talk about this movie because anytime we could talk about a Friday the Thirteenth, it's always fun. So uh, don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, and follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, sequelsonly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.